TV Campfire Podcast. I was like, yep, okay, so you win for the week. <laughs> We're here. I hate to sound like a broken road. Oh, no! We're fans. It's one of the best things on television. Oh! oh! All right, we got you a hold of it. Oh, no, you didn't. We talk TV. That was the best scene ever. Like, that I, blew I, me away. It was absolutely amazing. I just couldn't believe it. Welcome to the show. This is podcast number 568, and I'm Libya, your host, and this week we have returning guests. Hi, this is Allison, and I write for formerly Weedonopolis, now Six Degrees of Geek. Hey, this is Peter. I live in Hollywood, and I write for We Live Entertainment. This is Tom, and I chair the communication department at Palm Beach Atlantic University in Florida. Hi, this is Yusun, costume designer and TV enthusiast from Los Angeles. All right, let's start off with the news. Tom, go ahead. Um, ABC is doing a backdoor pilot, The Good Lawyer, on The Good Doctor, and the leads are Kennedy McMahon and Felicity Huffman. Amazon has attached Rachel, Rachel Brosnahan, the marvelous Mrs. Maisel, to their limited series, Lois and Varga, and they have doubled down on their love of critical role They've given it a first-look TV film deal and greenlit the Mighty Nine series, which is based on the second Critical Role campaign. Apple TV Plus has inked author Dennis Lehane, who wrote the books Mystic River and Shutter Island, to have an overall deal on the heels of Blackbird's Golden Gold win, and he co-created Blackbird. Uh, CBS has given early pickups to The Neighborhood for season six and Bob Hart's Abishola for season five. At the CW, Michael Cudlitz has been cast as Lex Luthor for Superman and Lois, Season 3. At Disney Plus, the bad news, Mysterious Benedict Society has been canceled after two seasons. The good news, Lance Reddick has been cast as Zeus and Toby Stevens as Poseidon in Percy Jackson and the Olympians. I mean, well, I don't watch that show, so is that good news? Are you it's, not, it's not out yet, but it's going to be good because we love Lance Reddick and we love Toby Stewart. I do. Uh, Fox oh, has renewed The Simpsons, Bob's Burgers, and Family Guy for two seasons apiece. Uh, FX has announced that Meryl Streep has been cast in Only Murders in the Building Season 3. Wow. H- uh, HBO, in the, the no-duh move of the, of the year, has already picked up Last of Us for Season 2. HBO Max, on the other hand, has canceled Titans and Doom Patrol and the Gossip Girl reboot. At Netflix, Betty Gilpin, Jay Courtney, and Dane DeHaan are joining Taylor Kitsch in American Primeval, a limited series about the birth of the the American West. I guess they're tired of everybody else doing Westerns and they want some of that action. Uh, They also picked up The Recruit for season two and Rita Moreno. Uh, Really? Sorry. I didn't think that show was very good. Go ahead. It's got high streaming ratings. Uh, Rita, Rita Moreno, King Buck, and Paul Shear have joined the movie Family Leave, starring Jennifer Garner and Ed Helms. Paramount Plus has picked up SEAL Team for Season 7. Dennis Quaid is joining David Oyelowo in their Bass Reeves show, which may or may not be an 18, branded as an 1883 show, although it is by from Taylor Sheridan. Anders Keith has been cast as Fraser's nephew, David, and Jess Salguero has been cast as the roommate of Fraser's sons, Freddie, for the upcoming Fraser reboot. And then finally, at Peacock, Tatiana Ali from the OG Fresh Prince 
is joining the cast of Bel Air in a new role. Mm. <laughs> I'm sorry. You made that sound like it was intriguing. Peter, I have a question. I didn't know Bel Air you... was still on the air. How many seasons it... in are they? This, this is will be, the second, this will be second. season two. two. Okay. Yeah. Peter, question. Um, I know you're a huge Frasier fan. Are you excited about this new reboot, relaunch, re whatever? I mean, I'm, I am, I'm, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic. It's weird that there's no David Hyde Pierce though. I was like, eh. like John Mahoney they, died. So I'm like, well, he passed away, but I was like, I can't do this without the brother. Like, so eh. I mean, but no, no, of course I'm going to watch it. It's like one of my favorite shows ever. So eh, cautiously optimistic. Oh, wow. Hey, what was talk about reboots of comedies? Did no one, we, no one's mentioned night court. Did you know that that was on? Yes, but it doesn't look good. It looks terrible. I watched the first two episodes. Eh. Yeah. That was the reaction that I seem to be hearing about it. Yeah. Yeah. It does. It didn't. I saw the trailers. I watched the trailers and stuff ahead of time. And I was like, that looks terrible. So I didn't even bother. All right. So let's move on. Let's start with the shows. First up, we're going to talk The Rookie. And this week's episode starts off, you know, they have their fun teases and uh, they had a they had a nice great. that got in your head. It was a great tease. It was a nice right. jingle because I was like, man, that is catchy. So they should, uh, they should release a single of that. <laughs> but I just I was like, who screws with a cop? Like I wouldn't have screwed with a cop like that. But I mean, it's legal. Kept, like they, they didn't do they anything on their property, and, and I liked how they just well, like, you want them to the garage? They lowered the door. The garage door. I was like, yeah, you don't have probable cause to enter his garage. Yes. That's true. Yes. Uh, so they like, didn't oh, have probable nice. cause. It's, no, it's I, know, I, said they, I, I know. I said they not. didn't have probable cause. <laughs> so by him just closing the door, it was now his private property, and the cop couldn't come in. So I was like, that's pretty good. That was pretty good. It's great. Um, so that was a nice, cute open. And I'm pretty sure it's the people who do the jingle for the show. Uh, it's sad because then they did an extended jingle, just acapella, and I was like, "Oh, that's the same guy." Oh, they they, they oh. they've got a on YouTube. You can find the whole lyric music video, the long version of the theme song. Oh well, wow! I, I mean, I don't love the theme song that much, but I was just saying. Yeah. I just think I'm pretty sure that's the same group. But then we get into the case, and I don't. Oh, the cool thing about this episode was they were like trying to play like to me the equivalent of like a football sort or a baseball thing where they like shift players and trade and stuff like oh, that. Oh, that and was they funny. Trying to get, they're trying to they get trying Tim to get off Tim. of desk duty. Right. Yeah. So that, that didn't last very cool. long. I, I well, give them I, props. I, yeah, I thought that but I thought that was really cool. And I like that he never figured it out because I thought he was gonna figure it out that she did this and he doesn't. And I uh, liked how behind, you know, I like that she did all this to make him it's happy. very sweet it was very, very sweet. sweet and i and i liked how everyone was like teamed in teamed up together to help her figure out who to go where and what to do and how to make all the moves happen uh anyway so that was fun uh, other thoughts well no i i'll just bounce off of that because um because i don't even remember what the case was <laughs> but it was um, the, the blackouts that was boring um yeah, nobody cares boring. nobody cares um uh <laughs> <laughs> nobody cares well, we cared that we cared that the 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 partner the rookie partner you know got caught up in the uh i mean 
she almost OD'd. Oh no, that's oh, different. That's that's, right. a, that's a plot. No, I was talking about the blackout. Yes. Well, okay, but I just want to go back to the real quickly to the Chen and and Tim. Uh, I don't know why I can't get both their last names at the same time. Um, uh, because we talked about this just last week or even the week before, like, how are we moving forward with their relationship? You know, how much focus is there going to be? Is it going to lose any like cuteness or heat because they're together now, finally? Um, so they wasted no time. Right. And uh, I think it's adorable. It feels very like on character for them. Uh, you know, she um is definitely that kind of person that would go out for you know go, go out of her way for him and then the other thing is i mentioned while you were talking libya when i said oh they didn't waste any time uh my my reference was uh, put leaving him on desk duty do you know what i mean right. like i thought okay i guess you know i talked about it last week incorrectly i was like oh maybe they're just sort of expanding the job parameters for everybody and now we're gonna see what a desk person does or whatever yeah, i was like i didn't think that was gonna happen that sounds super boring well, no, I didn't think it was a good choice. I I was like, this seems like a terrible idea. Um, so I, they knew that as well. So they were like, so, I mean, it was a little bit like, well, why are you going to do that if you're just going to bring them back? But if the excuse is so that we could watch, you know, trading central, whatever, uh, then that was fine. That was cute. That was a, a nice aside. Well, and one then thing they did do was Tim on desk duty allowed him to help the rookie because she was yes. just you know flummoxed and didn't really know how to do what was going on and she she was over her head and he was like look this is how you do this stuff and he had the right. time to like right and he to coach her. right right no, and he was they went to they went to her mom's house right was that that right. whole yep. thing i thought that was yeah, very yeah. poignant and then the other thing that was just fun i don't know if tom wants to talk about anything else um i i, I just i you know it emphasizes the group gang scooby gang sort of energy of it all when they all ended up at at, at um nolan's house because of the heat <laughs> he's you know? the only one with he never like weren't you on the group text that where we all decided to come to yeah. you they didn't yeah. wait for him to respond <laughs> they yeah. didn't wait for him to, to nope. you know to they, everybody they were like yeah. weren't you on the group text and i was like yeah. uh he's like i have my phone off on date night yeah. Uh, that yeah. was but pretty it, funny. But it saved it saved the audience and the rest of us from just Jenna Dewan and Nolan Beagle. <laughs> <laughs> and and you then know, they were like, we'll that relationship does not work. It's boring. It's so oh, boring. They have no chemistry. But Tom, you know what? Um, it's interesting that you brought that up because you know we're talking about them pushing them aside their relationship. But I feel like in general, Nolan's not getting a lot of storylines or doing a lot. Like I, well, I'm wondering what the deal is with that. It's we've talked about from the get go, not from the get go, but definitely after first season, how it's very much an ensemble piece and this and that. But the show is called The Rookie, and in the beginning, it definitely was much more him. But I don't know what's going on because I really no, feel I like. Actually, I actually feel like when he's with his rookie, they do yeah. have a lot of stuff to do. No, they do. Oh, but yeah. that, but overall, in terms of just full episodes, I like, you know, I just don't feel like they're fo focused. I'm not, it's not a complaint. I'm just finding it kind of interesting. But yeah, when it's his story, it's his story. But I'm, I'm sure finding... Nathan Fillion enjoys picking, collecting a fat paycheck and right. having a light episode yeah sure i guess whatever i just generally speak i mean after the show's been on for quite a few years and so yeah. he's entitled to a few episodes where he's light sure sure not a complaint just an observation but you know we we talk uh, about this over and over again it's just a fun silly light show uh tom your thoughts before we move on 
No, I I really I'm almost tempted to go back from the beginning and start watching it since I found this show fairly late. But yeah, I um Wait, just... did you not see the first few seasons, Tom? Nope. Oh, you should go oh, back. Wow, you should definitely. Yeah, you, you should, should definitely, definitely go back. Go back. Especially definitely. his relationship with the captain was very different. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And he was involved with Chen. And nobody oh, yeah, remembers they were that. Together. I, yeah, they, they I were remember together. that. Yeah, they were <laughs> They were a couple and kissy. It's really weird to think about now, but oh, yeah. interesting. Tom, you anyway, <laughs> let's move on. Uh, next up, we're going to talk uh, Will Trent, and this is episode four. And this episode, uh, they get no points whatsoever for being like, "Oh my god, he figured out she was diabetic." I was like, "I figured that out five, like ten minutes ago." Like, uh, and and then I felt I also felt like the way they had her discover it was a little ridiculous and over the top, but um, I do give them points because it is a bigger prevalent thing among the black community. So mm-hmm. I get why they did it here, um, but I was like, wow, someone who does not have diabetes did wrote this storyline. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> so there was stuff like that that I was like, oh, this is such stereotypical stuff. But the story itself, it was a better case than they had the week before. I wasn't rolling my eyes. Um, I enjoyed it a lot more. Um, what was it? No, I just blanked on what happened. In the woods. There, the, there, there was the, a, yeah, the, the, the guys they found in the woods, blah, well, blah, blah. Well, they were being tortured the by the... Right. Yeah, they were being tortured by, by the, the guy. Fanatic. Yeah, who was all... Because his father tortured him, and so therefore he had to torture other people. I mean, the villain is pretty you know, standard. Yeah, it was very rote, but I did like the misdirect with the preacher guy, the the minister, because we know it's it's never going to be the first person they introduce us to. So that doesn't really work. Do you know what I mean? Like, well, I did, because I I, I said this time it did because when they introduce us to him the first time, he's just like a witness. And, and so I kind of was like, Ooh, interesting. And then they bring him back in, and I was like, ooh, more interesting. And he seemed suspicious to me. There was something, usually when they do that, the first guy they introduce, you know it's not him, and they seem innocent, and you're like, oh, okay. But this guy, there was something about, I was like, he did something. I don't know what he did, but he did something. He just seemed guilty. Um, but, yeah, I, th- I like this case a little better. That's all. Any other thoughts, Al- uh, Yusin? Um, Yeah, I liked um, the case is fine it's a procedural so sure it's going to be from week to week we may like the case or not like the case right um but for me uh the show kind of swung back around again to Mm -hmm. me liking uh the characters the characterization characterizations the relationships the relationship between the two partners now it's sort of become buddy cop which is fine yeah, that's i like it thing. yeah i like i yeah. like their communication a lot yeah mm-hmm. it, and it seems very real and grounded it's not so quippy i mean there's quips. oh and she found out he couldn't read too that right was a good one Right. right. That's what I mean. Like they're learning. He, he, he finds out she's diabetic. She finds out, you know what I mean? So like, you know, their frailties and their failings, their whatever, um, it adds to the real, the real, the realness of like their bonding, I guess, you know, yeah, um, yeah. it's sort of very human, you know? So, uh, yeah, you know, and I, I get that he, um, they're really leaning into it and that's fine. That again is not a diss or dismissive. I don't mean it to sound dismissive at all for people who've experienced trauma, uh, you know, physical abuse or domestic abuse. Um, 
but uh, it's very much part and parcel of, you know, sort of not just who he is, but kind of the storylines and stuff. Yeah. So, um, you know, so that's interesting, not not a judgment I'm sure we'll get, a, we'll get like a flashback or something which is what i'm waiting for to find out yeah i mean other than we know generally speaking what happened to him right i i i i, I want to know a little more right uh, because his childhood seems really interesting not necessarily well, yeah. a good way interesting but no. definitely very interesting no yeah and and it's i like interesting you mean nightmarish well yeah. that's but i'm just saying and that creates drama so i mean yeah so i want to see more of that yeah, and it's. I think um, it's really interesting because I can't remember the last time that the hero or the protagonist or whatever is so damaged on a na- on a network TV show. Do you know what I mean? Right. Um, right. It seems a bit, you know, I don't know, grittier and grimmer than a network TV show kind of. Well, goes and, I, for. and I like the <clears throat> the bond between him and the uh, other detective because they both suffered. A lot together and that brought yeah. them yeah and they brought them together and so their bond nobody understands yeah. them or gets exactly their bond yeah so yeah, yeah that, that, I, I agree yeah so uh, so i'm liking the show uh that i think last week was a little bit of a, a stumble um but we're allowed to let you know shows are allowed to do that um and like i said i care less uh it's sort of my grittier rookie in the sense that like i don't really care about the cases you know what i mean yeah. i don't think i will it's just a vehicle to watch you know, people interacting with each other and kind of seeing that kind of a thing. So I'm totally cool with it. Yep, I agree. All right, let's move on. Uh, Next up, we're going to talk about Poker Face, and we're going to talk the first two episodes. And I'm going to start with Allison this time, so she hasn't talked a little bit, uh, and get your opinion of the first – let's just talk the first one, the pilot. Because uh, as we found out, as we go, this isn't really an anthology. So – uh, well, it's mostly an anthology because each and yeah. it's there's a it's connecting a case of the thread, but yeah, it it's is a case it's of episodic. The it's a procedure. It's it's more procedural. All right. So, what did you think of the first episode? Um, I really liked it. I it's you know the the first episode is is absolutely necessary because it sets up everything that um, we're supposed to know for the rest of the series: who she is, why she's on the road, um, what her special power is. She has the ability to tell when uh, somebody is lying or not. Um, so I don't know if you'd classify this also as a science fiction, um, but in any case, uh, she, it's, the, the, the opening episode um, was, was really good. It set all that out. It got you ready for it. It upped the stakes. Um, the, uh, the, the guest stars, they seem to be doing you know celebrity guest star yeah, of the week, which is very murder, she wrote. But uh, Columbo and very Columbo. Yeah. That's the thing. Oh, I mean, you if anything, it, it's, thing. it's it's super it's, Columbo. It's, I said it. Yeah, it's yeah. Columbo with superpowers on the road. Because um, really, I think it's, this is the first one since Columbo where the mystery is not mysterious at all. You, the yeah, audience sees from the very beginning yeah. exactly yeah, what's yeah. going on. You you see who committed the murder, why they committed the murder, the the rest of it the intrigue is in watching how she finds out about it how she puts the pieces together and how she's able to to you know concoct that into a uh, a case against somebody so it can it can be you know they can be hurt for it she she doesn't have any real actual powers unlike Columbo, she's not a police detective she has no authority 
but she's able to set things up so that people get their just desserts anyway. Right. And, and I so will that was really say nice. the first episode, I agree with you for the most part. I thought it was really well done up until <laughs> up until she manages at the end to get herself in pretty much a locked room with two people that she already knows murdered her friend. And mm-hmm. she had zero, zero plan backup. to get out of that room. No exit She's plan like, and no backup. She, she had no backup, no exit plan. Her whole thing was, I got you where it hurt, and now everybody's going to know your reputation's ruined. But I was like, yeah, that's all great, but you're still locked in a room with a bunch of murderers. With two murderers, so, right. Yeah, yeah exactly. I was, like, I, I was like, two, how, two wh- hardcore mafia guys. And um, I was like, well, that is a, not a plan. Like, I think, you know, the, the thing is, this is, this is very much uh, a Ryan Johnson problem. Um, the show is really fun to watch, but don't think about the logic of it for more than about 10 seconds. Otherwise, well, everything uh, starts falling well, apart. No, but, well, it falls apart for me because you go back and forth between her being kind, really kind of smart and being really very kind of smart. Dumb. Yeah. yeah, but then she's she's smart and dumb in in such a fundamental common sense way. Yeah. Like her smartness is is like you're like, "Whoa, that was really good." But then at the same time, just a regular person smart would know not to go into that room. Yeah, um, but then, you know, see, I'm willing to accept it on the basis of her personal character. When we meet her, you know, she has all these abilities, all this this capacity to really monetize what she does and, and live well. And instead, we see her, she's living in a trailer in the middle of nowhere. That, that's and her life like is kind of garbage. Yeah, but what I'm saying is we learn from her, we learn that her, she basically, as a person, makes bad choices. And she sure. doesn't think of things in advance. Sure. And, and she she makes mis, you know really dumb mistakes that screw up her life. Fair. And and so I think you know from that perspective, because we're not supposed to see her as a, even though she has this ability, we're not supposed to see her as a superhero. She's not right. a, a, an authority figure of any kind. So I I'm willing to accept that she you know is a smart person who just does dumb self destructive things. Because that's mm-hmm. you know that's that's an excellent take, uh, Allison. I agree with everything that you said, uh, except I was more on the Libya side of it. Literally makes no sense that she could be. I'm in the middle. Like I, you know, I didn't really, really think of it the way that you said it. So it does justify it a little bit more for me. But I, I don't care. I mean, I understand that she made bad choices, but it's a logic situation. Like making sort of larger, I don't know, life choices or moral choices or whatever choices, right? That makes sense. But for for her to have really unraveled a plan and then the plan, you know, this and that and whatever, and she's thinking 10 steps ahead. She was literally like, well, the only reason you could do that is because you do this. And if you do this, then you have to do that. So then why couldn't she literally be like, yeah, I'm going to totally drop the bomb on these guys. And I don't really have a backup plan to how am I going to exit out of this situation? And, and, and I agree. I think, I think that you definitely have a point. You and Libya both, you know, like yeah. I said, if you think about it for longer than 10 seconds, it yeah. falls apart. However, yeah. from yeah. her perspective, I'm willing to accept it as a fundamental flaw of her yeah. particular character. Yeah. Like she gets, yes, she's so brilliant. It. She thinks 10 steps ahead 
of this one thing that she's super focused on. Sure. But then everything else just kind of falls by the wayside. Here's the the thing. I think you've written a better script because, or, you know what I mean? I really do not. I I don't think so. I think that that's, that is literally what I got from what I was. We got to move on to the second episode where uh, I had a very similar reaction to the second episode to the point where I actually angrily turned it off at one point because yeah, that seems dramatic just, Libya that seems it was a little, a dr- it, That's it, a little it, extra. not dramatic it was true I, I just I just couldn't I'm stand teasing. I couldn't stand it anymore and I just turned it off and it, I had what to the second it. episode what was the, the one at the gas that, station the, the, one, the, yes. the mechanic well, I know what the I know what the episode was but what was the thing that made you angry the thing that made me angry was the point where she's on the roof with the murderer and she well, she gets on the roof with the murder which was like dude oh, that's yeah. stupid that's true. well she gets on the roof exactly where he murdered the other person where she's already figured that out she gets on the roof with him and basically tells him hey i know you murdered this other person and i know why um and i was like that is the dumbest thing i've ever seen anybody do and I, 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 but apparently I just, I Allison has solved it for us. Now we know why. She no, that doesn't it. solve it for me. <laughs> no, no, that does not mean solve it for me. Clearly known in this one area. Remember, and she was good choices when it comes to her safety. Yeah. The, the the other thing is that remember she had found the coin up there, and she was trying to distract him while she you know managed to to grab the coin. That's and true. I think what I, she was ba- what, what she was banking on is that there was enough distance between him and her and she's closer to the ladder yes, um, but, to, to make it which is what she what safe. she does but she still yeah. didn't have to let him know that's that the part I, I get i get the distraction yeah. part All yes distract him pick up your coin great you don't have to let him know hey i know you did it keep like, your card close just, to your vest that, that's your cards that's the part vest. of columbo that i think ryan johnson did not pay attention to yes peter falk never tipped his hand never right that's one more thing right right and that's my problem with her character so far is in both episodes she has completely let the bad guys know i figured out that you killed whoever and she did it and she doesn't need to and she doesn't exactly exactly my point if there was a reason why what frustrates me yeah if there was a reason why hong chow in that episode what yeah she was great she was i loved her character Oh my gosh, the truck driver. Oh, right. She was great. We don't get to see her her again. It's like, that was a fail. She was. Oh my gosh, that was going to come back again. She is on the road after all. Yes, true. true. I I really like the part where she's like patched her up and they're talking. I was like, this conversation has gotten weird. And then she's like, (laughs) oh, I was just trying to see if we were going to make out. We're not going to make out. And I was like, what? I I was just wondering if this was going to happen. I thought happen. that was great, and her delivery yeah. was great. All that of was it was so good because I couldn't figure out where she thought this was going. I was like, "Why is this conversation really weird right now? Why is this awkward?" <laughs> and then when she said it, I was like, "Oh, that was a thing that could have happened." Like, <laughs> and, and so I, I did really like that. You're right. And I like to be that. honest, I think, um, and they did it. This is the realism aspect. The you know the the organic sort of whatever. Like that's not at all weird you know if you know anything about the trucker you know lifestyle and community do you know what i mean it's very solitary and you hear about you know things happening all the time at truck stops you know what i mean that it's you know a it's a hotbed of you know that kind of i don't you know... think i hear the same things you hear oh you didn't know <laughs> i don't i don't hear those things 
there's a, there's a, okay. well, I don't know what kind of sheltered life you're living. So. <laughs> don't put it on this wild yet. trucker lifestyle. Don't, don't put it on right, me yet. It's more about let's, let's, let's move on. Let's move on. But anyway, on. no. So my point is, um, since truck drivers are tend to know, are known, the rest of the world knows. Um, I thought it was no, it but wasn't I actually, just, I want to. I, I don't want to get it. I was trying to like move on to. to no, no, no. Thing. I'm no, but I'm saying the reason I'm bringing it back up because I'm saying it is, it is indicative of how quirky and yet still realistic the show is. It's not like so. It's not like a Twin Peaks where everybody's super eccentric. She's already oh, eccentric. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, got you. She's I already you. eccentric, right? You bring in this other character that's eccentric. Let's be honest, but it works for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do you know what I mean? And and yeah, that's what Allison or Tom was saying yeah, about how good you are. Uh, I think you guys are saying more of a thumbs up than I am. I'm saying uh, I don't know if I'm, I'm invested in Natasha Leon. Yeah. Okay, and wait. I would like to say this because I would I, I I haven't had a chance to talk about the show much, and I am not a fan of Natasha Leon's. I don't care. You come at me. Um, I've never really liked her. Uh, I feel like she plays herself a lot, um, and I feel like she does. She has one character. Yeah, she has one character. She has one voice. She has one character. She has one the tone of her voice. All of it. However, it works for this, and that's probably in part why she was cast. So I this is I think probably I know you guys all loved Russian Doll. Never saw it, um, but I think that season the, one. Yes, she, definitely. Yeah, definitely. I've heard I've heard great things about it. But the point is, I couldn't get over it was her in the lead, and I was like, I'm not watching this. So um, so for me, I really like that she was cast in this. I think it was smart choice. Um, but I like her in this. And even if she's doing Natasha Leone, doing Natasha Leone, that's fine. Um, it's, it, she's, she is more than palatable. So yeah. So I, I just want to say going forward that I really like the show. It is not perfect at all, but, um, I think it's fresh, but not fresh. And the last thing I will say is it takes stuff we've seen, i.e. Columbo, right. And she's sort of, uh, you know, bumbling, but not really, you know, and she's, you know, the, her cadence and the way she talks and all the beats. So it's not fresh, fresh, but I think it's modern. And I kind of like that. It's old school modern, if that makes any sense. I so I like still don't know if I'm going to watch it. I haven't. Oh, wow. Really? I'm, yeah, I'm it's really just, it's super frustrating. I don't like, I don't, I, I like, I'm like, pick your lane. If you're going right. to tell me this character is really smart, then I want to see right. her be smart. If you're going to tell me her, she's dumb, I want to see her dumb. I, this whole combo of her being smart and dumb at the same time doesn't really work for me. But uh, anyway, well, see, I, I just expect her to be more complicated than that. And I, I'm right. really enjoying yeah, There's what a difference her between being a complicated like. character and being dumb. Like, I don't, I don't well, appreciate a she's character. Not, the... She is not a super genius. She has yeah. this one ability yeah. Um, and she, and yes, that, you know, that she is very smart in that respect, but yeah. at the same time, she makes stupid choices constantly. That's yeah, why she's I, in the, yeah, look, remember she looked at that watch. Well, look, guys, guys, we're, 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 we gotta, we gotta wrap this up. We gotta wrap this up. All right. Uh, next up, we're going to talk, uh, Mayfair witches who, I don't know who watched it this week. Cause I, some, I, I not, everybody I bailed. I did. I everybody did. Bailed? You watched it. Okay. All right, yeah. Tom, hit, hit us with why you've decided that you're not going to, why that tone of voice. Because they've crammed two episodes worth of plot points in four episodes of material. It's like, okay. in four hours, that's like two movies, and they're barely getting the story started? Come on, people. 
Well, the other thing that I think is kind of ridiculous, she goes to this funeral and she meets all her cousins and everything, all the people that know her, and everyone's it's talking. It's the same like, conversation with all of them. I know. Everybody's talking. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell I, me I'm wrong. I, how am I arguing with you? I just <laughs> said that the thing that's weird is that she, she gets to the funeral and everybody is like talking about her being the designate and, and all this and that. But I will have to say that the aunt trying to burn the house down and kill them both, I did not necessarily see coming. So I but give that would have been that. better in episode three. Oh my gosh, this show. Oh, I think I'm out. I mean, you son, you've read the first book and you said you threw it across the room when you finished, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, Absolutely. The end of the, the end of the, the journey did not, uh, did not pay off for the entire, uh, you know, journey itself. The end was not, it did not earn it. Well, well I, I think I will say this: a, a bunch of stuff did happen in this episode. A yeah, but it should have happened in between last between episode three and four. You had one. Ep, I mean, the same thing as episodes one and two. They they're stretching out instead of front loading and getting the, getting you into the story. They're waiting and dragging their feet, and it's boring to have the same conversation with every single family member and everybody acting sketchy. It's like, oh my gosh, they could have. They should have had the after the after the bio mom is killed, there did not need to be an entire episode of stuff before the funeral because nothing really happened in episode three. I agree, I episode, did agree with that. I didn't like the funeral hallucinogen, hallucinogen thing. I didn't like that at all. Uh, but and then I was kind of you know the woman that they put in the basement to wear the ring the necklace temporarily. Oh, she whatever. was dead in like five minutes. Like what was yeah, the point of that? Just, but I will say that this episode actually did have a lot that happened. The funeral was good. It was a good episode. Yeah, but it should have been in episode three. That They're does not take away from the fact that this episode was a good episode. A lot of stuff yeah. happened. It moved the story forward. The siblings finally were in the same room together, and they had a huge confrontation, which was good. Um, and we actually got to see Lasher do something. Like, he physically had action because at first i thought he was just like this ghost that could only like talk in her head and had no physical ability to accomplish anything he can possess people but oh, now oh, yeah. not just possess people he basically broke that dude's neck that's not a possession oh, yeah. so he, yeah he broke the dude's neck he took the the necklace off the dead body moved it to where nobody could find it until the person he wanted to so he has the ability to take actions on the world i thought that was good information and then the aunt once she saw her wearing the necklace, the aunt was like, everything I've done for the last 30 years has done nothing. That, I stole the baby as it made a difference. I stole the baby. I drugged my sister, my, my grandniece for however long. I did all these things for the, I, I sacrificed all this stuff. And Asher or Lasher is still winning and gave the necklace to her. I haven't accomplished anything. She was like, screw it. Let's burn the whole house down. I'm going to burn it all down. <laughs> so no, I actually I... thought a lot happened in this episode. I'm just frustrated though. I watched them back to back. And the thing that probably really what I think I think that was probably your issue. And the thing that infuriates me is the is the little interviews with the writers and producers. Yeah, I don't afterwards. watch that. Why would you do that? Because it's they're not interesting. What, they're they're on what you gave me. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying I after the first episode of watching that, I was like, this adds no value whatsoever to the show. So I stopped watching those. Well, I'm just thinking y'all are incompetent because you need to get people into the story faster. And you've spent. I'm saying your frustration as a writer 
is taken out and you watch those two episodes back to back, but I'm saying that episode four was actually a good, clean episode that had beginning, middle, and end, and a lot of stuff happened. Mm, yeah. And it answered a lot of questions. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I'm still, boy, I, I really, I, I'm suspecting that they're probably only going to do, at this rate, they're only going to get through half the book in season one. Well, and I don't. I, I, well, I was about to say, if there's a bunch of extra crap in that book, it's a thousand pages, they might have left a bunch of it out. But anyway, let's move on. Uh, Tom is giving it a thumbs down. I am not. I actually like this episode uh, because, and then, oh, and the other dude got stabbed. Uh, what's his name? Sis, sis, Black why dude. Does he have, why does he have such a complicated name? Like, sick of shirkish. I can't even say. They They're have in New Orleans. Everybody's got. They have it written out, people. and I was like, I still can't say this dude's name. Anyway, I don't. So, th- I don't think he's. I don't think he's dead. Come on. She, no, he's, he's not dead. Doctor. Obviously, obviously, he's not dead. And yes, she's a she's a freaking surgeon. So no, he's not dead. <laughs> but apparently, I read the book. Oh, he's not dead. <laughs> they they are are now uh, trapped in this house that is on fire. Uh, so that's the end of the episode. Um, yeah. So I, yeah, I'm still watching. I'm still into it. Yeah. Next up, we're gonna talk uh, shrinking, and this uh, this show stars Harrison Ford and somebody Jason Siegel? Siegel. Jason Siegel. Jason uh, Siegel, which is why I'm not watching it. Uh, he does not detract from the show. The show is actually yeah. Really I was well like, Allison, you should try it. It's see, a you haven't got strength. you haven't gotten to the end of the show yet. This is what he does. He doesn't write shows. He just enacts his therapy on TV. Oh, and and by the time you get to the end, you want to no. Throw he, she can't. She can't have screen. seen the whole thing. It hasn't come out yet. No, but I've seen other things he's done. This is oh, and that's really? why I won't watch this. Jason Segel. Oh. He's. I mean, maybe he he's only it. he's. This was created by Bill Lawrence, uh, Brett Goldstein, and Siegel. So and Siegel, yeah. there you go. Maybe he's maybe he was helped like all his, you know, the. His, well, you'll, <laughs> well, you'll let me guys, know, guys, and I may get guys. to it later. Let's talk about the show. So okay, I want I, to. Oh, go ahead. I, go. I really like the fact that uh, the way they set it up is it's a year after his wife has died, and he is not handling it well. But at least we we're at the end of his rock bottomness, at least, and. Uh, we get to see, you know, him at work and his like turn where he realizes how he can turn his life around by genuinely helping his patients, but in a way that a therapist is not supposed to help his patients. <laughs> um, so I just really liked like they had that montage of him listening to all his patients, you know, their problems. And then finally he just loses it. And he's just like, you know what? You should leave your husband. He's a terrible person and he's not good to you and you deserve better. And he, you know, and he tells her, like, if you don't leave your husband, I'm not going to be your therapist again. And given the choice, she's like, OK, I'll leave my husband. And I was like, what? What? OK, and that was that was all pretty good. And I liked how everything kind of circled back on itself and told this really kind of interesting story for the pilot. And I'm that I know that's all I'm going to talk about. Uh, Tom, you go ahead. No, I, I'm I'm in. I thought episode two, I mean, the pilot's necessary to set everything up, but I thought episode two was stronger. Oh, and yeah. Michael Yuri Michael Yuri brought a boost of energy, and you, you can see this, how the ensemble cast is going to work together. Right, so. right. I, I, and I like, he, he almost fell asleep or he was yawning during his session. <laughs> he's like, he's like, oh, this yawning is not about you. And he's like, screw you. And he leaves. And I was like, yeah, that's about right. Like, can you imagine you, you're trying to talk about something super serious and your therapist looks like they're about to fall asleep? 
Listen, uh, this, that whole scene, that whole him doing the, you know, the um, not normal traditional, you know, therapy, that whole, that all of that, that gave me a complex. Cause I literally was like, does my therapist think that when I go to therapy? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my God. I mean, for real, I was just like, oh my God. Like my therapist has never fallen asleep cause I tend to be very animated and tell good stories. Let's be honest. But I mean, I'm wondering if she's dying inside and she just wants to be like, listen. <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure there is somewhere in there that she wants to just tell you what she thinks. Uh, right? Right? I was like, because she's That's very kind true. and she talks like this. And it would be hilarious if she just pulled a Jason Siegel and was like, just stop calling him. You know, I'd be like, okay, <laughs> I will do that. Um, for the record, it's not man pro- boy problems. But anyway, um, no, I, you know, it turns, it turns out, it, it makes it into a joke, the therapy. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean that, um, no, I, look, there are plenty of shows that are out there that, you know, talk about the seriousness of therapy and, you know, and the, and the this and the that, and, you know, and it's, it's a kind of a drag, right? I mean, there've been a few series where just, it's that, you know, the, whatever. I, I like that it's really, the conceit of the show is not about therapy. You know, it's about his own journey and, 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 you know, and I don't know if people in the audience know, I mean, in the, you know, whatever listeners know, uh, but most or all, I think it's required that therapists have to have therapists uh, because, you know, they take in so much that, uh, that energy and it's, you know, it can be activating for them and, you know, da, 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 da. So I love how um, I love, it's not formal, right? We don't see him going to his therapist, but, uh, you know, I love the relationship he, I love the relationship he has with Harrison Ford, you know, and how, you know, and he's a curmudgeon. He's been a curmudgeon for, I don't know, 50 years now, 40 years. He's probably a curmudgeon when he was a baby, but he was born. He probably was like, well, what's this all about? Like, get him, you know, like he a hundred percent. Um, and that's fine. That is a little bit of Harrison Ford doing Harrison Ford. But I don't care though. He's earned it. You know what I mean? He's, I think he's in his eighties. Um, but I think what's lost, I think that people don't realize is I mean, they do because, you know, his Han Solo had that dry humor, but I like his, he does humor really well. His beats are really like, he, he sits in them really well. He like knows how to like wait, you know, he, Oh, and he I love that bit with the water. Cause the woman was really, he told her she was going to drown. He was yes. like, there's other ways to killing yourself other than drowning or something. Yes. And then, <laughs> and yet they bring it back with the sweetness because she had gotten the little baby bottle. The bottle had a baby <laughs> yeah. and it looked like the little so baby good. bottle. That was and so she, good. And she leaves the baby bottle on his desk like a little baby in a bassinet, you know, and then he finds the bottle and he's like, and you could tell it's, it's such a lovely mix of not quite as aggressively, I think it is aggressively as humorous, but it does a beautiful job of balancing, you know, outright humor. Uh, Tom, you made a great point about Michael Urie. Um, I, you know, listen, uh, Michael Urie playing, this sounds, I sound like a broken record. Michael Urie playing Michael Urie, and I can say that with confidence. Um, and uh, literally, Michael Urie playing Michael Urie. Um, no, but also, uh, the, you know, it's a little bit of a leaning into a stereotype. I don't, you know, I was a little like, okay, he's going to be the gay friend. So, um, and he is. But but that being said, he, he doesn't, you can't deny that he is a bright, you know, sparkly light in the but, show. And, and I like the fact that that was the problem. He was like, I don't know why he's not my yes! friend. And, he's a, yes. and it was like, oh, you're yes. too bright and sparkly. I thought, I thought that I thought that conversation 
brilliant was brilliant because it was real yep yeah it was yep, real. Yep, yep, yep. It, it's funny as i was watching episode one i was like this ain't the bob newhart show yes <laughs> yes so, but yeah, yeah. i really i really like how they've assembled this ensemble cast yes and i thought the daughter is really good i like yep, the way yes. that she played yes. off harrison ford especially mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And just uh, and the I, black. And, oh, and they misunderstood that conversation when he's like, "I'm going to go play pickleball," and she thought he was lying because she's like, "Who <laughs> said yes. what kind of lie is that?" They said, "Go play some game called pickleball." That's totally made up. Yes, like, no, it's a real game. <laughs> I like that I, was like a running. And that joke. added to it's the huge in Florida, people. <laughs> yeah, and that and, and no, it's huge in Jersey too. Apparently, my friend's parents all play it. Um, Ex tennis players who have bad knees, they all play it. So. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so, but yes, uh, that was a great scene. You know how I feel about teen actors. I'm sure she's in her twenties. Um, but, uh, I thought that was a really hard scene to do well. And it only worked cause she did a great job. She held up her end of the bargain. You know what I mean? Like right. it, it's very nuanced. It's very uncomfortable, difficult, painful, sweet. Like you're just like, Oh my God, this is the moment he's He's wait had been waiting for, and the, the ship is you know he's the ship is failed. The it fails because she thinks he's lying. Yes, and, and the, he's so the, not. And, yes. and it's just like wow, it's painful to watch, and it's really poignant. So the show does a great job of. I don't know if you want to talk about a burrito, where it's like the filling is the comedy, and the wrapping oh. is the drama, or the drama the comedy is the filling, and the drama is on the outside. Like it's it's a really great mix of giving you a, this really full feeling. When I'm done with the show, I feel really full. I feel like I've watched really good acting, really good script. I've been, I've been, you know, I've, I'm laughing, I'm borderline crying. So I think it's a really full, solid show and I'm, I'm very excited about it. Yeah, Love same, it. Same, same. All right, let's move on. Uh, next up, we're gonna talk Wolfpack. And I'm gonna start with Peter cause he hasn't talked this whole podcast. Uh, so this is, Sarah Michelle Gellar's return to television. Oh my God. Uh, and she's not hardly in this pilot at all. Cause it's not about her. It's a teen drama and she's not a teen anymore. So I liked the opening. I had heard the show had gotten bad reviews and I was like, oh, it was a pretty good opening. It's like the kids on the bus. And then there's like something in the darkness, what's going on, which sort of reminded me of the, the darkness thing in um, that show. I didn't finish shadow and bone. Isn't there, um, but of course, of course, because, because with the name Wolfpack, we know obviously where this is going. Um, but I liked, yeah, I liked the, the two main characters, you know, the one who ends up in the hospital and then the girl who's got the dad who is just a mess and everything. And she's trying to take care of her, her young, younger brother. Actually, I thought that was all like, I was like, this isn't terrible. It's like, I don't know why people hate this so much. Then you get to like, there's two. Oh, the twins. Um, the twins. That was kind of generic. I was like, man, this is okay. And you're right, Sarah Michelle Geller, she does have, she has kind of the important, it, she's barely in it, but she has the important scene, which is when she calls the kid. And she's like, look, there is somebody, he's maybe a kid, he's killing people. I just, you know, I just need you to listen to me. So like, she's got the big monologue that is important for the show, but you're right. She is barely like in the show. I don't really, you know, at this point we don't know, like, can we trust her? Can we not trust her? Like all that kind of stuff. But I thought it was fine. I mean, I want to see more Sarah Michelle Gellar. So I will watch the next episode, but I mean, 
if Allison comes on now and says it's terrible, it's it's not. I'm not saying this is great or anything, but it, I just heard it was so bad, and I was like, oh, this, isn't, this isn't that bad. It's like that's all right. It's like no. So, I mean, like, I I have this. I had pretty much the same. Re- though I hadn't seen any of the reviews yet. I watched it cold. Uh, so when I was watching it, I, I liked that the, I liked the open. I thought the open was decent. Um, and then you are like looking at your watch, like where the heck is Sarah Michelle Geller? Like what the heck? And she doesn't, I don't think she shows up for like 30 minutes. She has a nice entrance. There's a nice big entrance for her. Um, and I did feel that the, the girl with the, the abusive, well, he's not an abusive father. He's more like a lazy father more than anything else. Um, I thought that actor was terrible. And I was like, they needed to cut him, like have less of him. He was not very good. Uh, and so I felt like her storyline was a little on the nose and over the top to be like, look at what she's like. Cause her father's such a bad guy. Like it just, uh, it felt very, I don't even know what to describe that. And then you have the other guy and his there. He's like, Oh, don't call my parents. They're not good people. And they're just like, rich snobs they're not bad people they're just kind of not paying attention people um so i actually would say that the girl's father was worse than the other guys and then the twins they don't we don't spend enough time with the twins to really feel who they are uh and then i thought that the uh when they finally have like that monster chasing them in the house and the, the girl was like i I don't believe in, in any of this. It was just some weird coyote. I was like, that thing was 10 feet tall. And she was like, oh, it couldn't. He was like, it was a werewolf. She's like, don't say the word. I don't know what you're talking about. And then he's like, well, if you go back to your family, you're going to lead it back to your family and put them in danger. And she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Ah. And so I thought that's about when the story got a little ridiculous because I, she saw that thing the same as him. They were running for their lives from it. And then all of a sudden she's going to be like, I didn't see anything. And I'm just going to go back to my life and hum really loud. And then it's going to disappear like that. I didn't buy. And they did all of that to get to the end to where, when they all meet up, they can actually say the word werewolf. Like they wouldn't let her say, she was like, Oh no, don't say it. Don't say it. And it was all to get that payoff at the end. And I don't think it was worth that to have her be that in denial. Because if you're trying to establish, uh, this goes to my rule again, if you're trying to establish that a character's smart, which they are with her, um, having them, like, and her priority is to protect her brother, her endangering her brother doesn't work for me. So you got to pick. Like, is she selfish and in denial? Or is she a protector and will do anything to protect her brother? You can't have it both ways. So that was my issue. All right, Allison, hit us with how much it's awful. Okay, well, you know, it it wasn't just it, it wasn't bad. It was hilariously bad. It was <laughs> it was so stupendously awful. I couldn't believe what I was watching while I was watching it. The acting is universally terrible. The writing yeah, all the is young even actors worse. Are not that great. Oh, there it was. It was agony. It was torture. It, the whole the whole thing starts with this terrible fire taking place, and all the kids are like, you know, trapped on this bus, and the traffic is trapping everyone in place, and the wildlife is coming out and, and running everybody over. And it should be, you know. There, there should be a lot of tension and action. And at the same time, with all of this going on, it was the most inert scene 
I have ever watched. It, there was no sense well, also, of you anything have to give really. Cre- you have to give credit to the terrible VFX where the deer are obviously <laughs> VFX deer. Yeah, well, everything is, is CGI. Yeah, everything was CGI. It was yeah. it was it was terrible looking, but it's not the even good it was CGI. Shot. It was bad CGI. It was incredibly bad CGI. But I mean, it was a it was a piece with everything else. It was the bad editing, the bad direction, the bad acting, the bad writing. Um, you know, I mean, even in the most awful scenes, you figure you you have a setup like that, it should ratchet up the tension a little bit. And instead, I was just alternately amused and bored. And I, and I, the, I will the, say we've just, all gotten spoiled by how good our shows look now. So, it, where... but you know, I could even I'm 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 a, a veteran of the old Doctor Who episodes. Okay, when you know they had like a dollar ninety five and a stick of gum to put an episode together, and they all looked like garbage. But what saved it was that the writing and the acting were were good and i could yeah, i could deal with this yeah. if if the the writing and the acting were up to par but it's not and they kept doing insanely stupid things you brought up one where the kid is is getting panicky about his parents being called in the hospital and they just turn out to be you know douchey bougie parents yeah i was like and, i was like what was the panic about like it didn't make any sense no yeah, it didn't I make agree. any sense and also the reaction of the the nurse didn't make any sense it's like if a kid comes into your your hospital and he's terrified of his parents wouldn't you suspect abuse wouldn't you call right. someone for she's that like, ha, ha, ha. yeah she laughed it off she's yeah like, ha, it was... ha, ha, ha. But, but you know i mean that nobody in this whole in this whole episode behaves like a real human being and that's just you know one of, of many examples and i i have to tell you when when the girl gets bitten and her face clears up I burst oh, out Abby. laughing. I thought, I thought that's what being a werewolf does. Werewolfism up clears your up your skin. No, and the other dude got it's like, abs. He's like, look at my abs. I, I know. Abs. It's a, it's a well, well. Sign me up. You know. I mean, obviously, it just it just you know makes you look wonderful. I'll I'll do that. You know. Okay, so I'll have to so chain bizarre. myself up once every every full moon or something. But the rest of the time, I'll look hot. Uh, so it, it was just, it was just silly. I just, I, that, I, really, I, don't I, could understand. Not I didn't understand that laughing. either. That was like, what? Okay, sure. But, but there was yeah, just I so mean, much. But and like then... I said, I, I'm good. We, we don't, we got your point. There's so much. There's a lot, but it's, it's my terrible. thing is, it's, it's I, I'm going to keep watching because you are allowed. I want, yes, I want to see what Sarah's character is. I want to Which see, you don't get stuff... from the first episode. I yeah, mean, you really, don't. There's, I have no like idea. I have no. I have no idea what she's like. She was and on I screen for see... maybe three minutes, and from her dialogue, I still can't figure out who she is or what she is. She no, is she a, a Javert-like character? Is she you know just just a police type person? No, I have no point. clue. I have no clue. Exactly but the trouble point, is, I also so... have no interest. So I I think I'm pretty much out. Yeah, I'm gonna keep watching because I want to see. I've been waiting forever to see her back on television, so I'm going to watch her I, back I just would love to see her in something good. Uh, I mean, also, there's the whole, like you said, the pilot rule. I got to see if something happens. Because, I mean, honestly, Buffy's first episode was not that great either. So I, I want to see what's going on. There's something about this that made her say, hey, I want to do this. She said she's been getting pilots for years, people trying to get her back on television so i actually i think it's really the pandemic that after the pandemic happened she's like you know what i want to be back on tv what what you got 
I really think that's what it, the the thing happened versus it being the best pilot she's ever seen. But yeah, I'm still clearly curious. no. I know. I'm curious. So I'm gonna keep watching. All right. Next up, we're gonna talk the Teen Wolf movie, which if you thought Wolfpack was bad, <laughs> we have to. <laughs> All we have to. We're trying to save the world. It's a two hour and fifteen minute movie. Twenty and minutes. If, and if we can save someone that pain. And Save yourself 240 or 140 minutes and do something else. <laughs> yes. It, I mean, I watched Teen Wolf. And so I, I, know I saw all the these, episode. I know all these characters and, and it's been a while. They didn't even give us a previously on. So I was like, wait, uh, who, which one is she? Who, what powered? Like, I was like, I knew all the characters generally speaking, but some of them, I didn't remember what they were. Cause like, oh God, what's his name? It's the been off the air for a couple of years. I know, but the arrogant douchebag guy that's like a lizard or something. He's like, a oh, weird... um, uh, Jackson. Jackson's the, like a um... weird lizard thing with a tail. Yeah. And he could paralyze and he, which he never turned into. Which he never does they... in the movie. Cause and he, I was like, did they not have the budget? It's like, it's like <laughs> pay Tyler Hecklin's salary. Or use the lizard effects. Uh, yes. Let's go with Tyler Hecklin. Yeah, exactly. So, like, he never oh, turned And we'll make him a producer to sweeten the pot. That was hilarious. So, he never turns into his... He keeps threatening to turn into his lizardy uh, form, uh, and he Kenma, never does. I think is what it's called. Or yeah, whatever. and then the woman it's, that's, like, the uh, wolf thing. I was like, what is she again? Like, there were so many things, like, I didn't remember. And then the villains that show up, I was like... I kind of remember those guys and they were like, you know, you have to kill him. And I was like, how do you kill him again? Like I, there's so much stuff that I felt like needed a previous. It was a textbook example of how not to do a reunion movie. You've got to throw a bone to somebody who didn't watch every episode of the original series. Right. And, it's on Paramount and Plus. then you got to refresh. You got to refresh our memories. People who did watch it. Cause it's been on the air for like five years. I did not oh. remember half of that stuff. I remembered the characters, but that's it. I didn't remember their powers. I didn't. I was like, yeah, we've seen those villains before. I don't remember how we killed them last time. Was it satisfying? And then when the Peter guy showed up, I was like, oh, yeah, I hate this dude. Why do I hate this dude? Like, I this knew that the, I hated him. This is the uncle. <laughs> yeah, I knew that, too. I was like, he's the guy that we don't like because he's related to the thing because he did something, and I hate him, but I don't remember why I hate him. And they, in this movie, he's a complete jerk in this movie yeah, as well. Right. But I was like, I couldn't remember all the stuff he did. And I just was like, oh, but then he worked with them and did a thing. Like, it was so just like on the edge of my memory and they do nothing to help you. The thing that I thought was the stupidest is they didn't give a proper introduction to Derek's son or to uh, the son. Other than just say he's Derek's son. That's all Yeah, it's like, really? Really? I mean, if you're, if you're trying to do this as a backdoor pilot, which I hope, well, if they do a backdoor, if they do anything more i'm done i i just yeah it's, it's I, I did i boy i wanted to bail and after like two hours in i'm like might as well keep watching oh oh you're gonna kill off Derek again oh, <laughs> right i don't know how many times he's died but this Jeez. time i think tyler heckler was like look we're gonna burn my corpse to ash yeah <laughs> <laughs> he was like i want to be burned to ash so you don't ask me to come back on your show again well no he um, he because they made him a producer, he had input and, you know. That's what I'm saying. And he said that. I'm sure he was like, let's really kill me. <laughs> um, so he Multiple got super times. killed. Yeah, he got super killed. I just, one. this was, 
boy, there were so many other things I could have done with that two hours and 20 minutes. <laughs> Save yourself and others. All right, let's move on. Um, next up, we're going to talk The Last of Us, uh, the second Ooh. episode. And I'm going to let Peter start this one off as well, since this is his, uh, his baby. Go ahead. Yeah, um, I thought it was really good. It was more... This one, I would say, um, was sort of had, like, literal... Well, I mean, I guess the pilot does, too. But, like, this had a lot of dialogue where I was like, oh, that's literally from the game. Um, although, it did not have my favorite line ever in The Last of Us. Um, early on... So, and they, what it is is they flipped it. So... In the game, Joel is talking to Ellie and he's like, he's like, what? You're, you're friends with the, you know, Marlene? You're friends with the leader of the Fireflies? What are you, 12? And she's like, uh, and then she says something like, you know, I mean, I, I don't really know her that well, but I'm 14. Not that that has, not that that has anything to do with anything. And I just always, like that early kind of sass from Ellie is like, it's a very quotable line. Like, Pretty much most of my friends who play Blasco, that's a line we say. So you get the scene, and then she ends up with Tess. And I was like, wait a minute, are they not going to do the scene? And then they don't. Because I think they, I think her age comes up, but it's not like a joke or anything. And I was like, oh. Yeah, she this just says I'm 14. Yeah. Then I stopped watching because the show's terrible. Like, so, no. I'm <laughs> um, I thought it was really good. Um, I, had, I thought the – I here's one thing that was weird for me. I could have swore. When they were shooting The Last of Us, it was either IMDb or some leak had said that Anna Torv was in like four episodes or something like that. And I was like, really? I was like, Tess dies pretty early. Um, so I don't know if like I misread that or she's going to be in a flashback later or something. Because when you get to that scene, I was like, yeah, this is pretty much her death. I was like, she's already bitten. I was like, this is her last stand and everything. They did do it differently in the game. It's really more of a military. It's the Fedra. And here it's basically them expanding on the clickers and the whole notion of like, if you touch the, if you touch one vine on the ground, like hundreds of yards away, they can like, which I thought was really cool. Cause that's not in the game. Cool. I was like, that's pretty creepy. Like, Very um, cool. I know some people thought the whole death kiss was creepy and it's supposed to be creepy, obviously, but I know some people were like, Oh, I don't like that. They did the character. They didn't, you know, they did, they, they did, test dirty and i was like no i was like that's kind of a it's kind of an interesting scene wait as a side note sad news uh did you guys hear that the original tess uh who's also on the rookie she passed away today oh oh today yeah, yeah. She's, she's she's she was on Annie Wershing, she was 45 <gasps> cancer oh, she was also the borg queen in picard season two Oh, oh my god, I love this. She's the, the crazy queen. she's the serial killer on the rookie she's the oh, big serial no. killer yeah. Yeah, and, oh, and in incredible. and in the Last of Us, in the Last of Us, she's the original Tess. She's the person who's playing Tess, and she was oh great. You know, so sad. Yeah, I did. My friend just texted me. Jim was like, he's like, ah, oh, the original OG Tess passed away. I was like, wow. but she was great. Anna Torv is also great in the show. But yeah, just shout out to Amy uh, Worshing, really, really good actress. Um, but no, I thought I thought the episode uh, was really good, and I'm so excited about tonight's because I keep hearing tonight's episode's really good. So. Um, but I'll let somebody else talk. Yeah, I thought it was, yeah, man, it was great. I mean, it just, <laughs> just oh, well, somebody else, you know what? Here, Libya, talk about, because I barely touched it, the big scene wherein you actually have the big clickers and everything. 
Oh, so that was the museum. So the thing is, the museum. problem with yeah, the problem with me having also played the video game is once they entered the museum, yeah, I got, I got <laughs> super like, oh, tense. Oh. I was I was just like, oh my god, they're in the museum. Oh, oh. I like I got so tense that I actually had to stop it for a minute. Wait, is that because down. that's how you play first person? Like you're in the museum? Yes, you're in the. It's, it's, not, a, it's your not point a first of view. It's not a first person game. It's third person. Yeah, you but can see third, you can see. But you're still. But yes, you're still in the museum. You know what it. Oh feels yeah, you got to like. crawl. You have to be very yeah, quiet. You crawl through there. Right, that's what and I meant. So, that's what I meant. Yeah, and so I was as soon as they walked in the museum, I got super tense. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's and then so and then I was like. And I was like, I was like breathing. I was like, okay, I need to pause for a second. And so I paused <laughs> the game. I went and like got some food or something. And then I just like took a break and then I came back and then I hit play again. And it just, the thing I give them credit for is it gives me visceral memory, you know, yeah, like, get into certain areas Powerful. and I'm just like, oh, you know, and then I was like, oh, this is where you do this. It's like, oh, this is the terrifying. I couldn't make it through here 10 times. <laughs> I knew what was coming. So it's like, I knew that they were going to fight a bunch of clickers in that museum and it was going to be tense and terrifying they might die well obviously they don't die because it's a show but in the game in my game joel has died a lot in that museum <laughs> <laughs> so it's so, really traumatic for you super traumatic exactly or maybe, so maybe, or maybe, maybe it gives you closure because then you can witness him surviving and then it's like you know <laughs> brings you closure well listen i didn't play the game uh, and I, I don't, and it sounds interesting enough that I might want to play it, but I don't think I'll have an opportunity to. And as someone who has not played the game, um, that scene was harrowing for me. And I, and it was hilarious because when they, when he was like, shh, you know, and it was like, don't breathe kind of a thing. I was like, okay. And I was like, and I didn't breathe <laughs> and I didn't make noise. I just was like, you know, and I, was, I mean, it was so tense that I was very much there with them. Um, it's a classic kind of, you know, even sort of a Jurassic Park, like, you know, stand, stay still and hide. But it didn't matter. It was very effective. Well, um, I like that they're, the, the thing that's cool is that they're blind. Yeah. So you can do all the lights and use yes. your flashlights all you yes. want. But yeah. if you make a noise, it's over. Well, listen, otherwise they would have no freaking chance. I mean, you have to, you know, <laughs> you have to handicap them somehow. It's like, all right, one one hand tied behind your back. Okay, now go. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so I mean, yeah, yeah, but yeah. you know, I I I will say this. Um, I you know, I I want to speak to the fact that I'm so not into these types of shows anymore. And so for me to be this into it and interested and and entertained and scared and all of that speaks volumes uh at, you know about the quality and the depth of the show for me um i will i will only talk about i mean somebody else can talk but i do want to go back to the kiss of death um oh, that was so creepy it, it, but beyond creepy it was actually in a way beautiful like her yes. you know that's the like you know that's the typical alien uh uh, was it Red Dawn? If you want to go all the way back to the 80s or 90s of the like, give me the grenade. You guys go on. You know what I mean? We've seen it right. so many times. I don't need to see it again. I'm sorry. I just don't. So, and yes, there was a tension of, and even the whole like, the, the lighter won't light. We've seen that a million times. So right. uh, I sort of was like, oh, okay, all right. This is what we're getting. Same note, same whatever. But for her to just kind of stop for a moment, you know, and kind of give in to her death. And she's still going to, you know, be the hero. But in this really, like, it, there was sort of like a 
resignation sort of relief kind of a thing she knew she was gonna die so that like it was really poignant and really a beautiful sort of counterpoint to like how we always see it you know and then super creepy with the you know the moss i mean let's not forget what kind of show we're watching here so i think the juxtaposition of the super uh, you know heroic creepy uh, but beautiful sort of like acceptance of her own death and, and kind of letting it take her kind of a thing in a very uh, tangible, physical, visceral way was very powerful. And I thought, yeah, this is the type of scene that elevates the show for me. I agree. Agreed. Uh, Tom, go ahead. Yeah. One of the things I really love about this show is they only show as much violence as they have to. Yeah. Unlike a certain other way too long running show that revel in. <laughs> this doesn't revel in it and it really makes the characters more sympathetic and that that moment Yusen pegged it it reminded me of the ending of alien 3 when the chest burster comes out of ripley as she takes her swan dive to her mm. death but she strangles the chest burster as it comes it just a, a character surrendering to her fate before yep. she blows up the building yep but yeah, I, I am so in, I just, boy, when, uh, after, after Craig Mazin did Chernobyl, what an out-of-the-box choice to say, I'm going to do The Last of Us, and <laughs> but with the video game but he, creator. But, but the, the sensibility it, of it, it feels it works, similar. It works beautifully. It works yeah, beautifully. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I'm in. I'm totally in. Allison? I, I I don't know what else I can say, but you know everyone else has pretty much covered everything that I would be willing to say about it. I'm I, I like Yusin. I don't really play video games. I haven't played this one. Um, I did get a chance to see what what Tess's death looked like in the video game. Someone posted it somewhere, and I'm I'm struck by their choices for the show um, and how they upped the ante as far as drama was concerned. And, and giving, you know, more to, to Tess uh, because the focus is literally taken off of her. You don't see her die in the video game. You hear what is presumably her death, but you, you don't see it. And when you, when you are left, you know, with Tess and see everything that leads up to that and what it takes out of her struggling with this thing inside her to, to keep doing this and keep focused. Because, the you know, the kiss is not just, we see her giving in not just to her death, mm -hmm. but also to this thing to the taking virus, over her the mind. Fungus. Yeah, the fungus, and yeah. and you know, there's this. The, as I was watching it, there's like a question in my mind: is is she going to actually do this willfully, or is she going to be taken over before before this actually happens? And and she does exercise free will to the very end, which is which was a wonderful thing. Um, she made that choice. So I thought all of that was brilliantly done. I think I think the the design that they have for the uh, the clickers is appropriately terrifying and, and horrifying looking. And the body language that they used for for the, uh, the the actors who were portraying them, I thought was pretty brilliant. This this sort of bizarre, twisty, stop and go kind of movie. Like anim like they're like they're puppets being animated by something else, which I, I thought was yeah. kind of brilliantly done. Um, what, so what, kudos what I to think, the actors. What I think works, why this works so well is they have two co-creators, one who's used to doing television, which is our Chernobyl guy, mm -hmm. and then you have the guy who wrote the game. So 
he is taking one of the things he talks about is he's taking stuff character moments that he didn't have time for in the game because you want to keep moving in a video game or you know he he's thinking about it again and he knows it he knows that story inside and out and right. so he's exactly. not just giving you the exact same thing you had in the game he's embellishing it and he's making it better and he's right he's in, saying, in, go ahead go ahead peter well, Tess's death in the game works really well for a game because the notion is Tess is like, you guys got to get out of here. The bad guys are coming. So you run up these stairs. And as you're running up the stairs, you hear the gunfire. And as you mm -hmm. reach the top of the stairs, it's a, a balcony, you see that she's been killed. But you have to keep going because the bad guys are coming. So it works in a game. It's like, oh, yeah, this is – and it's still sad. It's like, oh, my God, she's dead. You know, like so – but, yes, in a show – what they did, I thought worked pretty well. I was like, yeah, which is, I think that's the trick, which I think Neil Druckmann, he's the creator of The Last of Us, is that, um, I mean, and obviously- and he, and he directed this episode, by the way. He directed this episode, is that like, there is such a weird thing with like, the notion of taking, a, and, it's, and it's not easy, but taking a video game and then adapting it into a film or a television, and what do you leave in, what do you leave out? Like, because what are your priorities are as a player as opposed to a, you know, a, a right. passive in, in a video game, okay. you want to keep moving forward. You want Correct. to keep your character. Right. right. And here you get to take a moment. You get to pause. Right. Yeah. Well, it's, right. it's in, in a drama. The, the part that you want is getting close to the characters, being able to identify right. with them as human beings. And I think that they're doing a fantastic job of both things. They're keeping the action going so that, you know, it's, it's tense and it's exciting, but at the same time, we are deeply invested in these characters as people. And I think yeah. that's, that's vitally important for the show. And this is a, the, the next episode is really interesting because the show, you're always Joel. Well, for the most part, you're Joel. Um, no spoilers. I said for the most part. Um, but what they're doing in the third episode is there are these characters that we're going to meet, but we're going to see it from like their point of view. And that's never, that never happens in the game. You're always with Joel's point of view. Right. What we're going to see, which is really cool, is that in the game, um, there's a character, I forgot the actor's name, who plays Bill. Because now it's going to be Nick Offerman. And, um, and I don't want to spoil too much. But basically, there is a letter that you find. You, you could actually not find this letter. So like in, in this area where this character is, I think it's in a garage or something or in a house, there's a letter. And if you read the letter, the letter is from this person. And... Anybody who's like played the game has always been like, oh, that's interesting. I wonder what that was like between Bill and this person. I will so have you know, I never trailer, found that lever. I never uh, found that yeah. lever when, when I played I, the game. I, trailer, I, like, like, I don't even know God. what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, like, that's Frank. That's Frank, the guy who wrote that letter. I was like, I got to see this. Like, uh, like so, well, so, yeah. And that's, yeah, and that's hilarious to me because I totally went through that and I never <laughs> found the letter. So I was yeah. like, who the heck is Frank? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, so I, I, and they're doing a whole episode about the two of them and how that letter gets written. And I was like, they're doing an entire hour about that? Okay. Well, because, because at the end of this episode, Anna, uh, Tess is like, you need to get her to Bill and Frank's. So that's their right. goal. So, right. and, and me, I'm like, Bill and Frank? I was like, it's usually just Bill. I was like, that's interesting. I was like, uh, so, so yeah. So yeah, very excited. All right. Uh, I think we're all saying thumbs up. It's no, it's no wolf back. Yeah. 
and Allison. It's still Wolfpack? It's so true. <laughs> it's it's going to be right. a real close call between the two. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, if you guys have any questions or comments, you can leave them to the campfire at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter on Facebook. And listen to us on sci-fi.radio. Six degrees of geek and iTunes. Talk to you guys next time. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye.